Welcome to Zichud Avsiman Memory of Ram Goldhai and Tirim Zechus Yuma Tav Chav Gimel, the second parak Barishona. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Rabbi Shimon Yehoshua Tzadok, "Kol Talmud Chacham She'enu Nokem and Noter Kanachash Eno Talmud Chacham." Any Talmud Chacham who does not take revenge or bear a grudge like a snake is not a true Talmud Chacham. Now the Gemara objects to this based on the prohibitions of Osikam Bositor: do not take revenge or bear a grudge, and initially answers that these prohibitions only apply to monetary matters. This too is challenged based on the Bryce that teaches, and now loving vein and Ovin, those who suffer insults, but do not insult in response, Shomin Herpasan Vainim Meshivin, who hear disgrace, but do not reply, Osin Ma'ava Smechim Yisurin, who perform Hashem's will out of love, and are happy even in suffering. Regarding them, the Pusik states, Lohavav Ketzetz Hashemish Begvorosav, and those who love him, referring to Hashem, shall be as a sun going forth in its might. So how then can Rabbi Shem ben insist, Atam Lechokim take revenge? The Gemara answers, Actually, he means that a Talmud Chacham should keep the matter in his mind. Rashi explains that if someone else comes to avenge his honor, the Talmud Chacham should be silent and not object. Pointing to the Mishnah brought in the incident where one cone shoved another cone while racing up the ramp to merit doing the Trumas Adeshin. The Gemara here brings up Bryce of the Todd that there was another incident when one cone was ahead on the ramp, another cone, Natal Sakin Vitaka took a knife and drove it into the other cone's heart and killed him. Rabbi Tzadik stood on the steps of one of the halls of the temple and cried out rebuke to the people, bring them to tears. The father of the slain boy then came and found his son still writhing on the floor and said, Hari Kaparaschem, behold, he is your atonement. My son is still writhing and therefore the knife did not become Tameh. This comes to teach you, They regard the Tahara of Kaling more seriously than murder. As it's written, As it's written, Menasha also shed very much innocent blood until he filled Yushalayim from end to end with it. And point number three, the Gemara brings up Malchokas regarding Hotzah's Sedeshin, removal of the ash from the Mizbech. It was taught in a Brisa, Upasha, Volavish Begadim Acherim, Bahotzia Sedeshin. He shall remove his garments that he wore for separating the ash, and don other garments, and he shall remove the ash. Now, one might have thought the Kohen can wear Big Day Chol when removing the ash, therefore the Torah teaches that Upasha is Begadav, Volavish Begadim Acherim. He shall remove his garments and don other garments. By repeating the word begadim, we can drive a hekesh that just as the garments worn for the Trumas Adeshin are big day kodesh, so too are the garments worn for the removal of the ash. The word acherim, other, implies that they should be pachusimehen, inferior quality of the ones worn from the Trumas Adeshin. Rabbi Yezer says, acherim vahotzi. The word other is immediately followed by the words, and he shall remove, which refers to the kodesh who performs the task. This teaches that even blemish kohanim, acherim, are qualified to remove the ash. So once again, the three points are number one. Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Rabbi Shimon Yehotzadeh, Any who does not take any who does not take revenge or bear a grudge like a snake is not a true tamlechacham. The Gemara objects to this based on the prohibitions of Vosikam Vositor, do not take revenge or bear a grudge and initially answers that these prohibitions only apply to monetary matters. This too is challenged based on a bright that teaches, and now loving the and Olvin, those who suffer insults, but do not insult in response, Shomin Cherpasan, the Enemashivin, those who hear disgrace, but do not reply, who perform Hashem's will out of love and are happy even in suffering. Regarding them, the Pasuk states, and those who love him, referring to Hashem, shall be as the sun going forth in its might. So how then can Rabbi Shimon Yehotzadik insist Atam take revenge? The Gemara answers Lom Actually, he means 
that a Talmud Chacham should keep the matter in his mind. Rashi explains that if someone else comes to avenge his honor, the Talmud Chacham should be silent and not object. Pointer to the Mishnah brought an incident where one Kohen shoved another Kohen while racing up the ramp to merit doing the Truma Sedeshim. The Gemara here brings a Bryce to the Todd that there was another incident. When one cone was ahead on the ramp, another cone, Natosakim Vitakabulibo, took a knife and drove it into the other cone's heart and killed him. Rabbi Tzadok stood on the steps of one of the halls of the base of Migdash and cried out, Tochacha rebuked to the people, bring them to tears. The father of the slain boy then came and found his son still writhing on the floor and said, Hari Kaparaskam, behold, he is your atonement. My son is still writhing and therefore the knife did not become Tame. This comes to teach you, Shakash Alem Tars Kalim Yosemish Vichuzdamim, they regard the Tar of Kalim more seriously than murder, as it's written, Menasha also shed very much innocent blood until he filled Yushalayim from end to end with it. And point number three, the more brings about Rokas regarding Hotsas Hadeshin, removal of the ash from the Mizbeach. It was taught in a Brice of Upasha, Bulavish Begadim Acherim, Bohosis Hadeshin, he shall remove his garments that he wore for separating the ash, and don other garments, and he shall remove the ash. Now, one might have thought the Kohen can wear big dechol when removing the ash. Therefore, the Torah teaches, Upashas Begadav, Velavash Begadim Echerim. He shall remove his garments and don other garments. By repeating the word Begadim, garments, we can derive the Hekesh, that just as the garments worn for the Trumas Edition are big dechodesh, so too are the garments worn for removal of the ash. The word Echerim, other, implies they should be Pachusimahen, inferior quality to the ones worn from the Trumas Edition. Rebbe says, Echerim Vahotzi. The word other is immediately followed by the words, and he shall remove, which refers to the Kohen who performs the task. This teaches that even blemish Kohanim, referred to as Acherim, others, are qualified to remove the ash. All right, so now we got our Simmer Daf Chav Gimel, and our standard Simmer is a keg. A keg. So here goes. The loyal congregant stood on a keg, planning to avenge his rabbi's honor, who had been insulted. When he saw one Kohen murder another one on the ramp, in front of a Kohen Balmum, removing the ash. Once again, it's slow motion. The loyal congregant stood on a keg. Keg? That must be one duff. Chav Gimel. The loyal congregant stood on a keg, playing to avenge his rabbi's honor, who had been insulted. Which reminds us, Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Rabbi Shimbin Yehotzadah, Any Tomachachim who does not take revenge or bear grudge like a snake is not a true Tomachachim. The Gemara objects to this based on the prohibitions of Velosikamosita, do not take revenge or bear a grudge, and initially answers that these prohibitions only apply to monetary matters. This too is challenged, and the Gemara answers, actually means that a Tomachachim should keep the matter in his mind. Rush explains that if someone else comes to avenge his honor, the Tomachachim should be silent and not object. So the loyal congregant stood on a keg, planning to avenge his rabbi's honor who had been insulted. When he saw one Kohen murder another one on the ramp, which reminds us, which reminds us, the Gemara brings another incident. When one Kohen was ahead on the ramp, another Kohen took a knife and drove it into the first Kohen's heart and killed him. When the father of the slain boy came and found his son still writhing on the floor, he said, Hari Kaparaskan, behold, he's your atonement. My son is still writhing and therefore the knife did not become Tame. This comes to teach you, Shekashalem Tars Kalim Yosemish They regarded the Tara of Kalim more seriously than murder, as it's written, Menasha also shed very much innocent blood until he filled Yushalayim from end to end with it. So the loyal congregant stood on a keg, planning to avenge his rabbi's honor who had been insulted, when he saw one cone murder another one on the ramp in front of the cone Balmum, removing the ash. Which reminds the more brings about focus regarding Hotsas Hadesh and removal of the ash from the Nizbech. It was taught in a brisa, 
He shall remove his garments that he wore for separating the ash and don other garments, and he shall remove the ash. One might have thought the Kohen can wear a big day chol when removing the ash. Therefore, the Torah teaches, He shall remove his garments and don other garments. By repeating the word garments, we can drive a hekish. The just as the garments worn for the Truma Zedesh and our big day kodesh, so too are the garments worn for removal of the ash. The word acherim, other, implies they should be pachusimahen, inferior quality to the ones wore for the Truma Zedesh. Moyezer says, The word other is immediately followed by the words, and he shall remove, which refers to the Kohen who performs the task. This teaches that even blemish Kohanim, referred to as Acherim, the others, are qualified to remove the ash. So once again, the loyal congregant stood on a keg, playing to avenge his rabbi's honor who had been insulted, when he saw one Kohen murder another one on the ramp in front of a Kohen Balmum, removing the ash. All right, now it's time for a four-block back Chazorah. Daf Yutes. So the symbol Daf Yutes is a yacht. So here goes. The yacht passengers. Yacht. That must be run Daf Yutes. The yacht passengers who sailed around the temple courtyard, which reminds us, which reminds where Papa said the Kongado had two chambers, the Lishka's Barhedron, where he stayed, and the Lishka's base of Tinas, where he went had to do Chafina, the Katoris. But Papa didn't know which one was in the north and which one was in the south, and concludes the Lishka's Barhedron was in the south, because if it was in the north, it'd be a big tircha for the Kongado to walk around the Azor in the morning to go to the mikveh and then do the same after his immersion at the end of the day. The Gemara rejects Rapapa's proof, saying, We purposely burden more than necessary, so that if he's a tzaduki, he'll not seek the position. Alternatively, even if he's not a tzaduki, we burden him, shul tazuk, daitolav, so that he shouldn't become haughty on account of his position. So the yacht passengers who sailed around the temple courtyard were so horrified when they saw a battered dead Kohen Gadol dragged out, which reminds us, the Gemara brings an incident of a tzaduki Kohen Gadol that brought Katoris into the Kodesh while it was burning on the coals. One version of the story has this Saduki proud of his accomplishment died a few days later and thrown into a trash heap and worms crawled out of his nose. Another version relates that he was smitten on his way out of the Kodesh Kodeshim where he was still in the Kodesh. For Bechia taught in a Bryce which states that some sort of sound was heard in the Azara indicating that a Moloch had come and struck him on his face. And when the Kodim went to investigate, they found a mark like the sole of a rounded foot between his shoulders, which is a sign he was smitten by a Moloch since the sole of their feet are like the sole of a rounded foot. So the yacht passengers who sailed around the temple courtyard were so horrified when they saw a battered dead Kohen Gadol dragged out that they made sure to only speak Torah the rest of the trip. Which reminds us, it was taught in the Bryce of Bidibarta Bam, and you should speak of them, referring to words of Torah, Bam, Yeshachal Rishos, you have permission to speak of Torah matters, but not of other matters. Rashi explains that this excludes worthless matters, such as idle chatter of children and calls Rosh. Rabbi said the Pasuk says, Make Torah matters a fixture in your life and do not make them a temporary occupation. Rabbi said, One who engages in trivial conversation transgresses a positive commandment, as the Pasuk implies, Of them, but not of other matters. Dav Chaf, so the similar Dav Chaf is a cafe. So here goes. Cafe 364 Cafe, that must be more on Dav Chaf. Cafe 364, which reminds us, on Daf Yotez, the Gemara taught that the Kongado was kept up all night, and a brice was brought that in the provinces they used to remain awake the night of Yom Kippur, Zechel and Mikdash, as a commemoration of the practice following the base of Mikdash, El Shayuchotin. However, in a certain place, they would sin during the night. While she explains that instead of learning, they spent time in the company of women, which led to sin. On this stuff, Abai and some say Rav Nachman Yitzhak said, the Bryce is referring to Nardah. For Eliyahu said to Rav Salah the Chassid, you always say, why is Mashiach not come? And on the holiest days, a number of virgins were bed in Nardah. So if you to ask Eliyahu what a Kosh Baruch Hu says about this, and Eliyahu replied, he says, well, Pesach chatas rovets. Sin crouches at the door. Rush explains that the Yetzirah causes man to sin. Or you to then ask what the sun says, and Eliyahu replied, 
The Satan Yom Kippur has no permission to prosecute. Aram Barachamah said that this is derived from the fact that the gematria of Hasatan is 364. On 364 days of the year, the Satan has permission to prosecute, but in Yom Kippur, which is the 365th day, he has no permission. So Cafe 364 had a famous rooster that crowed so loudly at opening time, which reminds the next mission states, And on the Chagim, even before the call of the Gever arrived, the Azor was filled with Jews. Rashi explains that the people arrived early with their karbanas to bring them as soon as the Tamid had been offered. There's Malchokas Amarim regarding the meaning of Kriyas HaGever. Rav said Karagavra means the call of a person. Rashi explains there was an officer in the base of Migdash whose duty was to announce to the Kohanim and Levim that the time for the vote had begun. Rabbi Shiva said, Karatarnagola, it means the call of a rooster. So, Cafe 364 had a famous rooster that crowed so loudly at opening time that it blew out the ears of the Roman crowds gathering outside under the ball of the sun. Which reminds us, it was taught in the Bryce, Shalosh Kolos Hochim Mesofa Olamad Sofa. Three sounds travel from one end of the world to the other end. They are the sound of the ball of the sun, the sound of Roman crowds, and the sound of the neshama when it leaves the body. Some say the sound of birth as well, a sunset. And some say the sound of Rija, which was the sound of the Malk in charge of rain. The Rabban beseeched Kajbaruch for mercy concerning the sound of the soul when it leaves the body, Ubatalua, and they eliminated it. Dav Chafal, so the symbol of Dav Chafal is a car, a ka. So here goes. The flying ka, ka, that must be more Dav Chafal. The flying ka that took an unauthorized trip over the temple, where miracles occurred and trees of gold were planted, which reminds us, the Gemara brings the mission in Perkyavs that lists ten miracles that occurred in the base of Migdash. The Gemara challenges the Mishnah, suggesting there are more than ten miracles. Rebbe Levi said, The following statement is tradition passed down to us from our fathers, Makam Aron, Eino Minamita, the space taken up by the Aron is not included in the dimensions of the Kodesh The Gemara answers that the tunnel listed only the miracles that were visible outside and thus publicized. When the Gemara then asks why the fruit trees of gold that Shlomamelch plant, that miraculously brought forth their golden fruits at their appointed time, were not included, the Gemara answers, Nisid de Kaviyah lo kachashi, miracles that were permanently fixed in the temple, were not included. He only listed miracles that were performed recurrently. So, the flying ka that took an unauthorized trip over the temple, where miracles occurred and trees of gold were planted, crashed into a pillar of smoke, which reminds us two of the ten miracles listed were that rain never extinguished the smoke from the maracha and that the smoke never dispersed, no matter how strong the winds were. The more questions whether, in fact, there was smoke from the maracha, based on a price that taught that five things were stated regarding the fire of the maracha. It crouched in the shape of a line, it was clear as the sun, it had substance, it consumed moist articles just like dry ones, and the Enamala Ashen, it didn't produce smoke. The Gemara answers that the smoke referred to in the list of miracles was from the fire that was brought by the Kohanim, for it was taught in a bright the Torah states, the Nasnu Bene Aronakon, Eshel Mizbech, the sons of Aronakon, shall place fire on the Mizbech. Even though that fire comes from the heaven, there's a mitzvah to bring fire from ordinary sources. So, the flying ka that took an unauthorized trip over the temple where miracles occurred and trees of gold were planted, crashed into a pillar of smoke and got consumed by six types of fire. Which reminds us, it was taught in a brice that sheish eishosen, there are six types of fire. The brice explains, there's a fire that eats but doesn't drink, which is ordinary fire, which consumes solids and not liquids. It drinks but doesn't eat, which refers to the fire of ill people, which makes them thirsty but not hungry. It eats and drinks, which refers to the fire of Eliyahu, which licked up the water in the trench in the incident with the Nivea Baal. It consumes moist articles like dry ones, which refers to the fire of the Maracha. Yesh esh doche esh, there's fire that repels fire, which is the fire of the Malach Gabriel. Yesh esh ocheles esh, and there's a fire that consumes fire, which is the fire of the Shechina, referring to Hashem, burning up the fiery angels that argued against the creation of man. Dav Chabes, so the similar Dav Chabes is a cab. So here goes. The early morning cab driver, a cab driver, that must be more Dav Chabes. The early morning cab driver, whose cab was packed with Kohanim, 
racing to do the Trumas Edeshen, which reminds the Gemara, so why did the Rabban not depend on casting lots to select the coin for the Avodah of Trumas Edeshen? The answer is that at first the Rabban thought that since the Trumas Edeshen is a nighttime Avodah, it would not be considered important by the Kohanim, and they wouldn't come to quarrel over it. But once the Rabban saw that the Kohanim fight over the matter, Takinul Paisa, they instituted casting lots for the position. Others explain that originally the Rabban thought they came into Eka Odin since at the time the ashes are separated before daybreak, there's an overwhelming desire to sleep on the part of many people. The Ghani will not volunteer for this service when they saw that they did come, and it led to Sakana, they institute the pious. When the Gemara challenges this answer, since burning the limbs and fats is done late at night, when there's a desire to go to sleep, yet Kohanim were selected by lots, the Gemara answers that a person's inclination to go to sleep is not as strong as his inclination to stay sleeping and not wake up. So the early morning cab driver, whose cab was packed with Kohanim, racing to do the Trumas Edeshen, counted his passengers by their shovels. Which reminds us, the Mishnah taught, in the case that two Kohanim raced up the ramp and reached the top at the same time, a temple appointed would have the Kohanim put out their fingers for a count to see who would be selected to do the Trumas Edeshen. The Gemara asks why they didn't simply count the Kohanim, and answers that the Mishnah supports for Yitzhak who taught, Asalimnos is Yisrael, a field of our mitzvah. It's forbidden to count Jews through a head count even for the purpose of a mitzvah. As it's written regarding Shaul counting his shoulders, he counted them with pot shards. Rabashi says the women of the Pasuk and Shaul had all the people summoned, and he counted them through lambs. Rabbi Lazar said, over beloved, whoever counts Jews transgresses a negative commandment, as it's written by Yam The number of Bnei Israel will be like the sand of the sea which cannot be counted. Rabbi Nachman Yitzhak says he transgresses too loving, as it's written, which cannot be measured or counted. So the early morning cab driver, whose cab was packed with Gwanim, racing to do the Truma Sedeshen, counted his passengers by their shovels, and bet that the Kohen with flaws in his yichus would be the winner. Which reminds me, you said in the name of Shmuel, why did the Malchus Beishol not endure? Because there was no flaw of yichus in his family. Rush explains that the kings destined to issue from him would therefore rule arrogantly. David's Malchus endured because he was descended from Rus, who was from Moab. This explanation is based on what Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Rabbi Shimon ben Yehotzadak, we do not appoint a leader of the community unless he has a box of creeping creatures hanging behind him, meaning he has flaws in his yichus. So that if he becomes arrogant, we can say to him, turn around and see what is behind you. All right, now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which nothing when the 10 miracles occurred recurrently in the base of Migdash and were visible to the public? That's on Duff. Chafalv. Good number two. Which of the one is forbidden to count Jews? That's on Duff. Chabez. Good number three. Which of the one the two of the three sounds that travel from one of the earth to the other is the ball of the sun and the sound of Roman crowds? That's on Duff. Chaf. Good number four. Which of the Malchus Chachamim and Rebbe whether a Konbal Mum can do the Ahotzas Hadesh and the removal of the ashes? That's on Duff. Chav Gimel. Good number five. Wish something when there are six types of Aish. That's on Duff. Chafalf. Good number six. Wish something Malkos where the Kriyas and Geber refers to a rooster or the one appointed in the base of Migdash to call to the Kohanim and Levim to begin their work. That's on Duff. Chav. Good number seven. Wish something when it's best to appoint a leader over the community that is a flaw in his yuchus. That's on Duff. Chabez. Good number eight. Which stuff the one that the Yetzor has no permission to prosecute in Yom Kippur, which is right from the Gematria of Hasatan, which is 364. That's on Duff. Chaf. Good number nine. Which of the one that the pillar of smoke from the Varach was never extinguished by rain and was never dispersed by the winds? That's on Duff. 
Chafav. Good number 10. Which they learn about the instant where one coin murdered another while racing to be Zoha to do the Truma's Adeshin? That's on Dav. Chav Gimel. Excellent. That concludes the pop quiz. This is Rabbi Ramgol and Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.